All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Garage Therapy. So, so I always say too much. So, we've talked about this. But in you know what? You know what's getting worse is you acknowledging that you say so too much. Calling myself out and then not yeah. stopping. I know. It's like okay, we okay. We get it. Just talk normal. You're fine. Everybody, it's cool. Keep saying so. Anyway, we we went a wall for a minute, guys. It's okay. It happens. Like life went through a lot of changes all at once, and yeah. If you're gonna follow along with our story, this might just be how it goes. But I do appreciate. We have had a couple listeners reach out, going like asking when we were putting out an ep- another episode if we were gonna get back on the horse. And we do appreciate you guys reaching out and saying, letting us know, like, you're tapping your feet waiting for the next episode. <laughs> it means a lot. It does. So thank you. Or it's just, are you alive? They better be alive. Well, I'm going to just lead into this morning. I was sitting on the front porch uh, with my, well, you know, my morning cup of coffee in my rocking chair and my brother-in-law texted me. I didn't really, I kind of just in my mind thought it was going to be a question if some we could do something or whatever. I open up and it's a picture of my dad holding our daughter. And it just caught me off my feet. And I know I talk about my dad a lot, but it's a good segue. So just like, it's okay. It's part of grief too. Like your friends who are going through grief, like let them talk about the person that they lost. Let them share their life with you anyway help them grieve it's a takes a it's a joint effort dude to get through that shit it's heavy and it's hard anyway it just kind of caught me off guard it was the last thing I expected to open up my phone to see and it just made me tear up and I was sad and cried this morning and I was I was okay with it but I'm still frustrated because I'm like I've got so far with acceptance and being okay with it and coming to peace with everything and just go and seeing the whole perspective of my dad and his life and what his impact on me blah 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 blah, 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 blah. anyway I've made it a long time or I've made it a long time I've made it far in the grieving process and today just kind of caught me off guard and it hit me and so I just kind of let it come it got me kind of thinking about how much I miss him and his guidance and which led me to just thinking about childhood one of our biggest hang-ups in our marriage that we have struggled with what is when when we're in a heated debate we'll call it or an argument or a fight or anything like that well, we can call it Jim fight. Jim is the kind of person who processes by I need to take a breath and walk away but I have an abandonment wound <laughs> So it's, it's like fire and bad, water. It's a very bad cocktail. <laughs> it is, but we have made so much progress on it. And because you have to, to see the whole story and to be able to look back where, <laughs> where it ties into my dad, right? My dad did these annual men's trips that were just for the, the guys and their women have never gone on them for the beginning of time. They've been, he did it since his grandpa, since his grandpa I don't know. It was just like a family tradition to go on man these annual man trips. And I remember as a little girl being like devastated because I loved going camping and I loved going with my dad and I was getting left behind and it just fucking sucked. Right. And I wanted to go. I wanted to go Too so bad. bad, but it was like, you don't sorry. Have a <laughs> 
I I can in my older age I've totally grown to appreciate it right I I love how you guys all go on those trips and you come back refreshed and reconnected and they're a good time even if the weather's shit and you don't catch anything which is most of the time (laughs) you always come back glad you went in my older age I've gone to I've healed that little girl that was mad that got left behind or devastated and heartbroken to coming to appreciate and seeing the value of men just needing men time doing man shit <laughs> like it just Let it's part of it walk away and i'm okay with it and i appreciate it and you know i can't like go back to little six-year-old amber crying on the driveway as her dad drove away and be like I'm okay like but it you know at that time mm-hmm. it was devastating to me to get left behind anyway fast fast forward to life cue getting married and Gemini's early years, we would, like anybody in your first year of marriage, we had we, to adjust. We had to go through no, our adjustment it was period. Perfect. <laughs> Not to mention, like, we got pregnant right away. Jim was drinking heavily, having PTSD, deployment, all this shit. Yeah, I was twenty years old. You were twenty-four. Yeah. Oh my god. It was a fuck storm, you guys. There's no, there's no way around that, but it's kind of made me see how, as we've we're healing this like attachment, like letting you go cool down. But in the early years, when you left, you weren't leaving for a good reason. (laughs) Nope. I, yeah, no, you're right. It's been a, it's been a double whammy of a wound to heal. It's a childhood wound and like a, an early relationship wound as well. And built, rebuilding trust has been incredible. And that's where I'm trying to go with it is just kind of telling that story. What? You want me to say, yeah, I left with a gun? Yeah. No. Why? That's what happened. Because then everybody will know I meant crepes. What? Movie reference. Oh, I don't know the movie, apparently. Yeah. No. I would leave. You'd leave drunk? Drunk as shit. Pissed as shit. I dented a lot of vehicles in my day. And you went By rage driving out of the fucking driveway to see how many rocks I could kick up. As I'm leaving with like a bottle of fucking whiskey out of my hand, in my hand. Okay, well that, it was never that, that bad, but. A cocktail for sure. Oh, fuck nay. Unless I threw it, and there, I, there was times I like would throw my cocktail when I went out to get in the truck, and then I'd get like a, a block down and be like, "Fuck! I wish I wouldn't have thrown my cocktail." It was it was ugly shit, you guys. It was. But now, I just want to walk away, even if that means my fat ass has to walk down the street. <laughs> and it's been a major wound to heal. In our marriage, it's been a really hard, not a hard, I mean, it's been a, it's been a, a mat, massive canyon to try to bridge because I'm on one side going, fuck, ever, when you leave when you're mad, when you need to go take that breath back, what that means now, back then, and what initially like traumatized the fuck out of me is it was going to go fuck somebody. It was going drunk. It was going to, I'm going to go drive my fucking truck off a cliff. <laughs> like 
And I'm just like, I had no fucking control because you were a rage machine. I but you, but one. no. But we've come a long way, right? So I mean, that's you do have to talk about that stuff. You have to be real because there's people who are still doing that shit all the fucking yeah. time. Yeah, but and you know, on it. the other flip side, there's people I know that listen to this, and so it's like, goddamn, you know, it's. I know. It, let, let me spread my butt cheeks just so you can see every little single follicle of my butthole. I'm way into fucking helping people out of this shit. It just sucks when I have to go to family dinner knowing. <laughs> it's so awkward, but at the same time, it's just like. Hi. Hey. Go ahead. We take turns. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man, but you got to get it out. And it's it happens so often yeah. and like it's i guess where we're going is is or where i you know this is awkward this is hard this is uncomfortable no, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah well yeah but i'm i'm just saying i used to just get raging drunk and i would grab my fucking sidearm and i'd be like i'm fucking leaving i don't know i don't know if there was ever like actual intent it felt pretty it real was, to it, me. But and it, but for you know, looking back, it's like it was more dramatics and like I, yes, those thoughts were there. I was just the dumb piece of shit that had to add the theatrical bullshit to it. You were and, on another and pause because here comes a kid. I think we should just leave all this. It, every, no, I mean, and right now. I used to be a raging pile of garbage. Sucks to talk about. It's hard. It's for, like... for me, it's like, God, I'm, I'm, am I helping or am I just showing everybody who knows me my butthole? I think you're helping because when you, when it comes down to it, you talk to people on a one-on-one -on -one basis and you know that this is the same shit they're dealing with. Maybe not on as extreme of a level. Oh my God, it was so bad. And that's what makes people... It was so bad. But however, I, like, that's what makes people... Sorry, I, I'll let you continue. But that would, it's what makes people comfortable with us because they're just like, their shit was fucking bad. And so they're not going to judge me for my shit. You know? And that's a shitty well, place to be. And, and no, and this is a really shitty place to be because I'm sure some sort of law enforcement may or may not ever hear this, but it's like, dude, I would be half a liter in on some fucking Seagram 7 and I'd be like fuck this I'm out of here I'm going for a drive and I'm freaking out trying That's to stop him and she's grabbing me and dude this is oh my god and, and it was vi it was it was awful it's embarrassing to talk about but it was well, what it was it is I, what it is and I you know at the time <laughs> I was the douchebag that also had like the fucking jacked up truck with you know, the big jacked up F-150 with mud tires and fucking douche wad. <laughs> Tell us and how I you would, really And I would Jim. just kick the, I would kick the fucking gravel up out of the driveway on my whole way out. Hit the, hit the pavement, still squealing the tires. My neighbors would text, is Jim okay? Okay. Like, oh. Hi, I'm sorry. It's five o'clock in the morning. No, the coffee's still. Oh, it was that never. Was, that it was, was never thing. that late. <laughs> God, man, it's just. What we've learned, and now it's like, 
it, it's still it's, a struggle it, sometimes. Yeah, it is. We have to but, like, but now it's like, I need to walk away, which literally means like from inside to outside mm-hmm. instead but of, if, I need to walk away. <laughs> yes. I'm going to grab my gat. I'm going to fucking grab a cocktail and I'm going to get in that truck and drive away. And I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. You weren't, you were drunk as shit and trying to be as aggressive as you could possibly be. And the way to do that was let me arm myself. Let me, let me be intimidating. Yeah. I mean, we have a huge sectional and Jim was so mad one night. But prior to driving off, he picked up the sectional and threw it at me. And I, 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 I like, I like broke like three of your favorite plants. Like I just fucking destroyed them. And that wasn't even on, on purpose. That was just, they were just collateral damage. I ripped up your Johnny Cash poster on purpose. I went personal, but that's the only thing of yours I've ever liked. You would like target shit and you would destroy the whole house and like go nuts. You left one night and I knew where you were going and I knew what you were doing. And I was like, fuck that Johnny Cash poster that he likes, which is conniving and evil as bitchy as shit so, on my yeah, part. It was so, <laughs> like, it's, that's so bad compared to what I was out I doing. felt so guilty about it though. I did try to like patch it back together for you and I tried to get it fixed and then I fucked it up more with Mod Podge. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just smeared it just (laughs) well thanks for the effort (laughs) i tried to fix it and i just made it worse oh it was awful (laughs) however we've learned we really have and we've been we've there's my butthole some more everybody mine too i go i went like i still feel guilt for that man because i like i had the conscious thought you know i wasn't just raging and acting like my house was a mosh pit and you know i wasn't doing that shit but and i was oh yeah literally screaming at you like just just fucking punch me you want to fucking punch me backed me into a corner dude anyway long t- anyway people like that so when we said on one of those like two episodes ago like there were moments that i probably should have left yeah there were fu- there were fucking times that i probably should have been like I would have. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I would have. But I was young. I was 21 years old when we had a kid. It was, I didn't know what to fucking do. Like, anyway, I felt, and I loved you. And I was just like, uh-huh. this is not like normal human behavior. <laughs> this is. <laughs> no. This is not no. normal on any capacity. So. And there's so many people out there being like, yeah, no, you're pretty. Pretty intense, bro. Yeah, you're, you're pretty, uh. You're pretty alone there, bud, in that category, seems like. I don't think you are. I think talking about it, maybe, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, and some of this might might get cut out. I don't know. This is deep. This is deep shit. We're deep diving today. We always do. We're doing it with the intention of helping. This is all actually just made up. We're just really good writers. (laughs) We wrote this story. It's awesome. So our early days, this was like a decade ago. This shit was bad. It was it was rough. It was stupid. And we've been digging out of the hole ever since. We, we, we still like, obviously have issues. Well, every what married couple like, doesn't. Well, like, right, but 
And ours can have, not, are so complicated not sometimes. saying we're perfect. You know, we, there's now, we can go to a point now, but it took years to get here where if we're like arguing about something or having a heated, heated discussion and Jim like needs to walk away, I trust him enough. And I'm, I've also worked on myself enough to be able to calm my nervous system and go, okay, let him calm down. He comes back. He comes back now. And I think that was it. I the, have the to go shift. back. I have to go back and transform back into uh, what's the Hulk's? What's the doctor's name? The Hulk. Oh my God, we should know this. Um, yeah, we we don't. Let's be honest. We don't. Hold on, really I can picture Doctor Banner. Banner. Yep. Like you have to turn back to Doctor Banner. Yeah, I have to walk away, and then it sucks because my clothes are fucking ripped, literally, and I've destroyed a. It's this is like that's the real shit. Like I'm the Hulk sometimes. You really are. I leave it's a fucking insane. path of destruction. Shit just gets fucked up. Wait, no, no pause because I want to. No, you can still hear me. But yeah, I leave a path of destruction. I do stupid shit. I hurt myself. Hurt others. I would. Come on. It's a little. Let's let's keep the gloves up. <laughs> Just, you know, just a little, just a little bird on your shoulder reminding you that other people were impacted too. But anyway, no, (laughs) back to the point as I would have to walk away and I have to turn back into Bruce Banner, right? Is that his name? Yeah. I don't know if it's Bruce, but Dr. Banner. Whatever. It's Bruce now. Um, (laughs) And then you come back and you're embarrassed as shit because your clothes are ripped and you've looked at the shit you you know the fucking shit you've broken smashed along the way and it sucks you have to face that shit it sucks so but the thing that i think it shows the strength is that you come around and we talk about it you haven't you click i mean like let's talk like but i think you you've under you understand your nervous system a little bit better too when it comes to it so a lot better not a little bit better but and same with me is it comes down to like i would have anxiety anytime he would try to leave and it stemmed from him not coming back from being not knowing if he was gonna come back <laughs> in what condition you know it was crazy shit but i had to <laughs> learn to control myself and go Sorry. okay we've made it we've worked through this we understand that it's like a, a need for him to be able to like regulate his system and take deep breaths and not continue talking about shit and you recognize when you're getting there better <clears throat> you still get triggered sometimes but what not the fuck is that supposed to mean like you were going atomic bomb frequently we'll just say frequently i mean that's an uh, yeah if an, you want a little say, bit of an understatement where we're going communicate communicate this it took a long time it took a long time because we had to rebuild trust as well oh and that was a bitch that was and for a lot of time for a big portion of it it was you having to suck it up and calm yourself and without leaving because once once we started working through the we decided to work through the affair it triggered me too severely for you to leave it was just like i would go insane where fuck's he going I mean, fair enough. Okay. I mean, come on. 
And and then you would also you would go to your you would go to someone else's house and we were fighting to get you sober and you'd go over there and she'd pour you drinks and it was just hard. It was hard. Every time you would leave, you'd go somewhere stupid. You know, but I did have my little spot where I would go park all the time. And yes, I was all by myself up on a mountaintop. Fucking it's all houses now, but and I would just sit there and yes, I would sit there and drink my cocktail and look over the valley. And then I'd be like, Okay, I'm gonna go home now. And those nights we usually could come back and talk it out and we'd be good. Yep. It and, was, I, and I'd be like, Yeah, just chill you just chill out. And I'm, we've always, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> I'm uh, fine. <laughs> drunk as shit man I mean it's not funny shit it's really and that's I guess we're trying to it's we're awkward and it's weird because it's really dark heavy shit but we've really learned from it a lot and we've self-reflected and it may not be coming across we may not be articulating articulating thank you it as well as we should but it's not been easy it's not this easy journey where you just like recover and you're better the next day it's like years of work both with healing like PTSD, learning to manage PTSD and the nervous system and the adrenaline addiction, learning to be sober of one of the substance, two of the mind. That's a whole separate battle. Clear your mind, man. Recovering from an affair and the, the trust and how that that was. Would you like to maybe mention it a few more times? Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> It is what it is. And we it taught us a lot. I'm not grateful for it by any means and not at my table, thank you very much. But it taught me a lot. Anywho. Anyway. On my side, it's also shown me like where I push too hard. Or I am too like attached and don't let don't wouldn't allow you to calm down. So I took my emotions took over and I, rather than being like he's gonna do what he's gonna do. I can't stop him. I would try to stop you. Which would piss me off more. Yeah. Just like Making that know. shift for me was so was really hard. It was really scary to be like, I have to just let him do what he's going to do. I can no longer put myself in between him and whatever the fuck he wants to do. That was terrifying to me because it felt like I was choosing to not care anymore. What happened to you once you chose to leave? But it's not that. It was just that like, I had to realize the chance of him coming back is greater if I just let him go. <laughs> <laughs> like the chance of him not killing himself is greater if I just let him do what he's going to do and we'll deal with it and feel, figure it out, whatever that looked like. And then it also got to a point where it was like, I'm not willing to put myself physically between him anymore. Like, fuck him. <laughs> if he wants to go do stupid shit, he can figure his way out of jail fuck him like, she says <laughs> i mean i did i did have to like mentally to put that boundary up i know i love it had to be like i'm not gonna bail your ass out of jail you can sit there when you get caught like i'm not stopping you anymore fuck this well at least just put a little bit of money on my card no no fuck that i would make you call your dad <laughs> okay that'd be a horrible cop out and, and then i'd call your dad and be like let him sit there please don't enable him let him sit in the tr- consequences of his choices good thing it's not there anymore it's not but on my part to mentally have made that shift that one it was healthier for our relationship 
once I you were sober, I was less worried about you leaving. It was just letting you go, but not trusting like you're driving or you thinking clearly or that whole process took years to like of me letting go, not being attached to whatever happened, just being like, I can't make his choices for him and I can't stop him. <laughs> like I can't. And now we're to a point where you can just go walk, you can walk around the block. Mm-hmm. You've realized you've, you've grown to the point of going like, I put other people in danger when I get behind the wheel that angry. If I'm elevated at all. Oh, wonderful driver. You are a good driver. But when you drive with adrenaline going through your system, you mm. kind of tend to peel out of neighborhoods. That's because of the power of the vehicle. Because I'm going to push the gas pedal a little bit more aggressively. It's the vehicle's fault. It's the manufacturer's fault. They need to call, slow vehicles back down. You're just making, you're making an, uh, a plea for self-driven vehicles. Like, oh, you don't have the option no, to take I control. Well, I mean, that'd probably work. It'd be so nice to just like sit back and be like, Denny's. <laughs> you would hate it. You would hate oh, having would hate control. It. So, unless like you were like, I don't know, getting a foot massage on the way. You're just in like a bubble and you're just like <laughs> straight to Denny's. This wasn't an awkward. This is awkward. This is why. Like, I mean, it's not awkward in the sense like we know, we know our truth. We know the story. We know what happened. Our friends know there are people who do know. It's not like we, those closest to us details. No, no one knows the details of shit. Yeah. Like I think I was wearing blue jeans most of the time. My oh, God. oh, oh, not that D. De- oh, okay. But it did take a long time to get to a point where we respond well to those arguments. So getting arguments are normal in any marriage. I don't think that's ever going anywhere. I think if you plan to be with someone long term and you're actually committed to it, you have to accept that there's going to be up, ups and downs, just like anything that you commit to long time, long downs, term downs can be pretty few steep. years and downs can be steep and they can be hard Rocky. but if it balance but if you're still making progress and you're handling it i think that's where it goes healthy i mean that we we full-on both acknowledge that there are times that we we probably should have just been like this doesn't work oh god but at the same time when you were there it was only on like when it didn't work it didn't work atomically like it was it was bad but when it but all the rest of the time it was good it was when you were drinking super heavy or making stupid decisions and the guilt of the decisions you were making would boil over and you would explode on me and at me. Fair. When we were just, but our good times were always just like chilling, having a good time. We're, we got along. We're such, we, good, we're such good homies. And we've always worked through it from really the beginning. And I think that was part of what pushed you and made you blow up sometimes. And shit got crazy because I got pregnant and had high premises gravidarium. I was throwing up constantly. I was like sick as fuck. Then you got appendectomy. Yeah. You know, it was just crazy. And it was a lot of stress and our guys were killed and boys were, it was crazy, crazy time. Shit was stupid. Yeah. It was, I mean, to say our marriage got off on a wrong, on the wrong foot would probably be an understatement. Yeah. Well, 
We got on the right one, though. We got this shit figured out. We did. We learned. We got our sea legs. We're salty as fuck. We're salty as fuck, but we've got some pretty sturdy sea legs these days. (laughs) I don't know, man. You can get through it, man. You can, and it takes time, and it took a lot of work. If you love someone, work it out. And I guess... Not set them free. Well, (laughs) you know what I mean. Stick it out. I mean, it's inevitable. Ups and downs are really, truly inevitable. you got to learn to ride the waves and to communicate through them and understand them. You have to understand the how to communicate through them and how to identify how each other are reacting and what each other needs. So we speak completely different love languages to learn to speak each other's love language and to also learn each other's triggers and to tr- do our best to not trip each other takes time it takes a lot of time especially when there's layers beneath it and everybody just gets divorced that's just what happens nowadays it's right just easy. it's easier it's well maybe not i don't know i've never been divorced i don't know if it's easier do you want to figure you want to find out not really you i have no interest either. in going through that we can work through we any just... we can literally work through anything <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's it's ugly we have some ugly we had ugly fights we keep going back down the rabbit hole. Right, but it's it's I'm trying to help people like not just ramble about our story but also give them a guiding point. Like how do you I give you guys, I'm sorry, I'm talking like you're not here, but I'm just kind of rambling at this They're point. They're not here. Not yet. They're here in spirit. Where is I going with that? Fuck. We had bad fights. Yeah, the process of like of learning to communicate through it all and learning how each other communicate was not overnight it wasn't easy it took years of work but slowly the scales took, the scales really did start to tip it, like yeah the good it just took to us w- both just getting, saying hey this is how you're making me feel mm-hmm. and and, it, and then it was the other person going oh shit i'm sorry I've made you feel that way let me figure out how to communicate from another angle but we had to give each other each other the opportunity to make those mistakes to miscommunicate and trigger each other and go okay wait i didn't know that's not what i meant or my tone of voice came out way bitchier than i'm meaning mm. <laughs> there's there were quite a few times that i would say something and go i heard it i didn't mean it like that that's just how my voice sounded <laughs> like before i you would like freak out or anything i would have to just be like no 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 let me re let me retry that sentence please just like a a minute ago retake it all comes to like me like help i had to heal like abandonment i heal i hate these terms i feel so cheesy saying them but i get it like it is what it is i had to like get over the abandonment of it and realize that like i either trusted you or or i didn't and even if i didn't trust you i would rather you do what you were gonna do so I knew whether or not this was worth continuing when we decided to work it out. Like, and we, we were in a really unique situation when all of this happened, guys, because we shit blew up in a way that we had not. When we say we had nothing to fucking lose, we had <laughs> nothing to fucking lose. <laughs> it was balls to the wall, bare knuckle. Let's get through this shit. Do you want to be together? Do you love me? Make the decision now. At, we both at, said yes. At the yes. same time, paycheck to paycheck. Oh, God. Not even and, that. And Negative overdraft on, to overdraft. Yeah, shit getting 
fucking threatened to get repoed and we would just have to like yeah oh my god I am. we were doing with <laughs> we were doing all that plus the financial part of it and raising a child and trying to get sober and still had people intertwined and it was it was fucked it was it was a fucked situation it seemed like an impossible situation and i think anybody who was a part of it or was around because it wasn't like quiet it was handled very publicly i think anybody who was aware of it was like it's a miracle that those two survived that so we're hoping that someone out there can relate i hope so if not we're like real fucked up and like like let's uh american horror story season let's, <laughs> like, let's let's hopefully we can help people it's not easy but where we are now i guess we, we're focusing so much on how it was that we kind of like forgot to tell everybody like we good it's now re- it's really good now like we homies and we still fight we still have our arguments like any married couple they come up but it's very it's handled like what used to take us a week to like get to the bottom get, get of. to the bottom and understand each other now takes us like six hours yeah like i walked away fucking did yard work for a minute and then came back and like okay this is how i thought you meant it <laughs> how did you mean i'm it? sorry you feel that way this is how I meant. This is, I know I need, I take responsibility for my side and I said it like a real bitch or I was passive aggressive about shit. And you hug it out. And we, and then we get better. But we're not like magically just like 100% A plus students. Like, dude, we went from failing out basically to like, we're like A minus. I, I, yeah, I'm about a 3.4 GPA, I think. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Let's wrap it don't up. Don't give it up. Shit can get ugly and you can it it doesn't have to be that way. And by no means are we encouraging someone to stay in a in a situation. No one knows your situation better than you. Um we know our situation and as ugly as it was when it was ugly, it was really good when it was good and we were always working through it. The at, there were times where the scales were, were more negative than they were positive, but most of the time they were fairly balanced as fucked up as it was it was still balanced the good was really 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 good and the bad was really 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 bad and now the scales there's like four more reallys on the bad side but yes (laughs) we have worked to balance the scales and to make them more tip more good in our in our life and that's there but i don't if i want to make it very clear to people who are maybe in situations that are much more violent as violent and as rough as our situation was there are people in harder situations in much harder situations and if you are in danger in any sense or any form get help if you can and reach out help us help you help us help you there we're all human beings and we all go through really hard things that end up putting us through situations that are almost impossible to get they feel impossible to get out of but with enough work and awareness and somebody on your side and someone willing to like help validate you and also teach you how to be better or how to or help stabilize you so that you have that wider perspective and you can communicate better and you can see other the way other people process the world not just the way you do then you have a deeper understanding of like the human psyche and how we react and it's done nothing but benefit our relationship to learn more about how one another's emotional thought processes work 
and to talk through it. And it's definitely not easy. It's really uncomfortable. You have to face when you're wrong. And you also have to face when you have projected yourself or or presented yourself in a way that isn't congruent with how you are feeling. And sometimes it is on you. Other times it's a massive miscommunication that can be worked through. You just have to learn to understand and accept that people process things completely differently. You can view the same situation from two different angles and get completely different stories. We all have seen like the the picture of that and the visual representation. Apply that to your life. Apply that to your relationships or your friendships. Be willing to consider multiple perspectives and then bridge the gap. Communicate those multiple, those differing perspectives and also be able to figure out a way how to work with, with each other. Sometimes it's for Jim and I, one of the biggest things was you can't drive away. Who's Jim and I? Jim and I, Jim and I, but. (laughs) (laughs) I always like to distract. You were saying drive away. We came to the compromise that works really well for us in our marriage that when Jim needs to now needs to go take a breath, he doesn't drive away. He walks away. And then I walked away. And it was enough for me to be like, okay, that's that's totally fair. I didn't grab my f- fucking gun. You didn't speed off down the driveway. You're not drinking. You're sober. Like, But it took a long time and a lot of work to get there. So don't give up if you really, if the pros outweigh the cons and you, and it sounds so analytical and just so stale and sterile to say it that way about a relationship, but really it is. And only you know that. I don't know your personal situation. Jim doesn't know your personal situation. Even your therapist only knows what you tell them. So well said. You, no one knows your relationship better than you. And you know if it's salvageable or if it's not, or if the other person is not, if you're not working together or both willing to put that effort in. And but it's if you hard are, to, and it's hard to have that conversation. It really is. Yeah, That's, we've both brought it up in our marriage, like. So, uh, you think this is working or so you have to have that conversation, you know, sit down and go, dude, like, like, I love it. you and you and I, we, I, we call each other dude and bro and shit all the time. It's fun. <laughs> so you do, you have to sit down and be like, dude, like, is this, are you happy? Is this what you want? Should we, you know, reconsider? So just just figure it out man either stay together or don't but work it out go through the hard shit try the hard shit you go through all the hard shit you end up getting divorced anyway at least you tried if you want if that's what you want if both of you are like i'm fucking done i'm thank god i'm ready for this divorce yeah like okay i hate you i hate the way you chew your food and how you brush your I made you rattlesnake and I love Fuck it. Fuck off. Oh God, I heard it too. I was hoping you wouldn't say anything. <laughs> anyway. We'll get back on it, guys. It's summer months. Summer I, months will go slow. I have slower. an idea. Do you? For the next one. All right. We'll have to discuss. Okay. We'll discuss and get back to you guys. And on that note, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>